Welcome to Off the Beaten Path, but not lost. With Tony, Kristen, Kylie, and Lexi. Join us on this RV full-time living journey. Across the beautiful United States. Where the fail was. Hello and welcome to episode 45. Today we're going to give you an update of our second trip to Glacier National Park. We love Glacier National Park. It's like my favorite. It's definitely yeah. a favorite of mm-hmm. most of ours. If you need the show notes for this episode, you can find them at, of the course, thefailwas.com slash 45. Yes, you can find any of our show notes at the number of the podcast. So if you're looking for a specific one like 12, which is one you'll hear about in this podcast, <laughs> you can find that at thefailwas.com slash 12. 12. So last year was our first time going to Glacier, and uh, it blew our mind. So we had to go back for our second trip this year, and it was on our way to North Dakota. And it was very smoky. It was. This year was very, very smoky. We were only there this time for a short period of time, so it was kind of a bummer that a lot of the days were smoky. But Glacier National Park is gorgeous. It has... Everything you need in a park. Animals, um, mountains, beautiful mountains. Beautiful rivers. Yep, I'm obsessed with like the going to the Sun Road and the valleys that you see. Just amazing. Gorgeous waterfalls. Yeah. The other great thing about the last time we came was we saw a lot of animals. So I was expecting to see a lot this time. Which is our first grizzlies, right, last year? Yes, I think so. Even got up close and personal with one across the road right in front of us. I don't know if we ever shared any pictures of that one. I shared pictures of its feet. Yeah. (laughs) Claws. It's claws tapping its way across the road. But but yeah, um, so I I think we've had bad luck with animals this year. Yeah. Yeah. Teton was kind of a bust. I think it's because of the, the route we took. Plus the time of year. That's what I'm saying, the route we took. This time... When we were in certain locations, it was different seasons than what, like, I think the best time is early spring or fall, Fall, like when they're hungry. All right, cool. Let's jump in. You can hear all about our first trip to Glacier National Park on episode 12. In that episode, we talk about places to stay, the place that we stayed, which we actually stayed in the exact same spot, same area, same spot. It's, it's <laughs> such an easy boondocking spot. It's super wide open. We got there at night both times that we arrived because this year we had a super long drive day. So we just rolled in at dark, which we don't like doing. But this is a familiar spot. It's very open and level. So it was so we easy. Knew we, yeah, yeah, we knew we'd have a spot. And it was the same spot we had last year. Yep. Yeah, so it's the same area and the same exact actual spot. Like yep. the area had the you can park. Site. Yeah, the, the area is kind of a big field. And you can pretty much park anywhere yeah. you want. I mean, there's like roads, obviously, inside there, but you can park pretty much anywhere you want. And we got it's just exact- really a big loop. And we got in the exact same spot. Yep. 
So in that episode, in that first episode, you can hear about that spot. You can also hear about other camping spots that you can go to um, and places you can stay. And that one we talked about, the going to the Sun Road Pass. Uh, this time when we went, it was late enough in the year that it just ended. Yep. We do talk about it again, though, in this one, just to give you information on it. Yep. However, um, that that other podcast gave some more information as well. And then in the other podcast, we also mentioned the Gypsy Audio Tour. And I just wanted to bring that up again because that is amazing and you definitely need it. In fact, we listened to it again. <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah, we like we like it a lot. Um, we'll have a link to it in the podcast, but you download the app on your phone and then you download the different sections that you're going to or different places you're going to that they have an audio tour on and you can listen to it. You don't have to have service and knows yeah. it by GPS. Yep. Okay, so let's tell you a little bit about Glacier. Glacier has everything you'd want in a park. There's like 175 mountains, 762 lakes, 563 streams, 200 waterfalls, and 26 glaciers. And by the way, the most beautiful water you'll ever see. Yeah. Beautiful blue water you'll ever see. By the way, to be a glacier, it needs to be a mass of ice that's so big it moves by its own weight, right? Yeah. Or it flows, moves. And it has to be a certain size. If you're visiting Glacier National Park to see glaciers, you actually have to try a little harder because there's only a few that can be seen from the road. Yeah, if you want to see glaciers at a national park, there's a couple parks that are better. First, Alaska, which might be hard for some of you. Yeah. Uh, there's three parks there. Kenai Fjords National Park. Uh, Wrangell, St. Elias, and then Glacier Bay. Yep, you can see glaciers at all of those. But if you're in the lower 48, you can see glaciers at Grand Teton National Park, Mount Rainier, Olympic, and North Cascade. No Rocky Mountains? Yeah, you can see them in Rocky Mountains probably, but it's probably more snow there. But North Cascades actually has the highest concentration of glaciers in the lower 48. And bonus, it's not busy at Yeah, all. exactly. <laughs> Way less busy than uh, Glacier. Yeah. I think Glacier is like the, I don't know, fifth largest. It's, Actually, I just made that number up, but it's definitely in the top 10-ish area. It's popular, but for good reason, because it's amazing. Yes. And the Cascades is the least visited in the lower 48. And then, of course, um, some of these and these other parks that we talked about, you really can only see by hiking to them. So if you're going for glaciers, Glacier National Park might be a little hard. There are a few you can see. Mm -hmm. Like when you're in, when you're driving on the going to the Sun Road, you can see some glaciers uh, in the valley area there. Mm -hmm. It's just um, most of those are a little bit further away. You just have to be careful that you're not looking at snow. Yeah. Yeah, there's some snow that hangs around. Yeah, there is a difference between the snow and the glaciers. If you're act if you have the map, um the national park map, it will show on the national park map the different glaciers. So yep. if you know where you're at and you can look on the map, you can see if there's supposed to be a glacier in that area or not. Yep. And they usually have signage, the, the ones that you can see from the road, you, you, they mark them. This park also sits on the Continental Divide, and you can actually drive through the divide while you're visiting Logan Pass uh, on the going to the Sun Road, and it's like 6,646 feet. And you can park at the Continental Divide yep. and uh, do a couple hikes from there, too. Yeah. 
the Highline Trail is one of them. It's a popular one. It's kind of a scary one. I think it's actually a kind of a dangerous one. Yeah, you can fall off. That's why we won't be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to hang on to the chain and hope for the best. So we did this park on the way to North Dakota. And so therefore, we only stayed about a week there because we were kind of rushing, which, by the way, I feel like we've been rushing this entire year. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, we've had so many different deadlines. Yeah. And we just try to fill in the space in between, which is... Not our style. No. <laughs> Next year, we're going to have zero deadlines. We're going to plan everything early and then just cruise through the summer. Yeah, we do have some deadlines in May, but other than that, nothing. And that's more our style. Nice and slow. Yep. <laughs> Again, it was very smoky. Yeah. It was smoky and... Like, I think, what, the first, like, three days we were there? Maybe even more than that. I think we only had, like, two blue skies. Yeah. Two yeah, days. We were there a whole week. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, there was maybe two or three days where we were like, wow. And even the, at night, we only had, like, maybe two good nights of stars. The rest of the time was cloudy or smoky. And I think part of that was there was actually some fires that were pretty close to Glacier this year, where last year we had some smoky days, but the wind kind of worked in our favor, and we had some nice, really clear ones, too. We also didn't really see much wildlife this year. Yeah, so let's no. talk about where we saw wildlife. <clears throat> um, one day we went, like, the back way into the park. What road is that? Camas Creek entrance. It's on the very northwest side of it. Is it very bumpy? Oh, my gosh. It was, like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe 12 or 15 miles of the bumpiest dirt road ever. Yeah. <laughs> and that bumpy road, um, I had my seatbelt in, but I probably... Uh, like bounced up and down like about like one inch. <laughs> In your seat back yeah, and forth? Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we did get a special treat. We got to see some bighorn sheep. Yep, they were right on the side of the road too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're like and young ones too because their horns are very tiny. <laughs> Most of my pictures are butts. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't posing for you? A lot of deer that we tried taking photos of give us their butts. <laughs> Like brown horn. And we did see a bear. We saw a grizzly, a big old grizzly on um, the same, one of the same spots we saw at the black bar. So if you listen to um, the last podcast, we talked about this couple that was hanging out (laughs) across the river on these rocks. And I was like, I don't know why they were doing that because they really like backed themselves into a corner. The spot that they're in, it's hard for them to get out. Like if a bear came out of the woods right there they'd be stuck. Like, yep. they'd have to jump off, pretty much. Um, and so I was saying how they shouldn't have did that because we just saw a bear there, like, day before that or something. Well, we saw a grizzly bear this time in the exact same spot. Yeah. So it is a frequently traveled area for bears. <laughs> yeah, that was that was surprising because you and I spotted it at the exact same time. Yeah. As we were coming around a corner and there was an opening in the woods, we were following along McDonald Creek right there near the falls, I think. And uh, it just through the opening, and just happened to look at the riverbank at the same time. And sure enough, we both, both yelled out, bear! Yep. And sadly, it was gone by the time we got back. Well, we had we to... backed up and moved backwards. There wasn't a pullout right there, so I had to pull over. And there really, at that second, there wasn't anybody behind me. So I pulled over, and I started to back up. And then a car came up behind me and kind of held us there for a second. So by that time, yeah, we got moved. out to look at it and... And, and it was gone. 
Lexi didn't get to see it. Everyone saw except me. Yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> it was big, though. It was a big old grizzly. Yep. That'd be scary to see <laughs> walking on a trail. But that must be a very, you know, highly traveled game trail for bears and I'm sure all the other wildlife. Because it was right in the same spot. We saw that big black bear last year. Yep. That was the only grizzly bear we saw. We even drove all the way out to Mini Glacier just to yep. see bear, and there were none. Yeah. I was very upset. <laughs> it's one of those things where, you know, that's where we saw the two grizzly bears and a black bear last year, and uh, they were right in the open. We got some great pictures, okay. and we started to come up to that spot, but there were no cars anywhere, you know, no <laughs> people on the side of the road with cameras. So you get that feeling like, we failed. Yeah. Tony's like, did you really think they'd be waiting in the same <laughs> spot like, for us? I'm like, yes. Like frozen yes, in did. time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought it was like their normal spot. They come there every day to see yeah. their people <laughs> staring at them. <laughs> yeah, so that was a bummer. So we went this time in September, early September when we were there. I forgot. We were there the second full week of September, it's like the 11th through the 18th. And I think that that would be normally a good time to be there. So I'm surprised we didn't see much. Yeah. Might have just been the time we went out. Well, the weather was changing. You know, it was mm -hmm. getting really cool at night. So you figure the animals might be starting to get ready for their hibernation or whatever. And we didn't have a lot of time in the park. So yeah. we, you know, maybe we just needed to spend more time searching. The first time we went to Glacier, we did a lot more. Yeah. But either way. It was cool. We got to see a bear. We got to see some bighorn sheep. We saw a fox. Yep. And, like, probably because I didn't see the bear because I was, like, behind everyone. Yeah. Yeah, all you got to see was the back of everybody's seats. Yep. We saw a lot of eagles. Or yeah. We saw a couple eagles, at least. Saw a handful of bald eagles. Yep. Saw some hawks. <laughs> Brown hawks. Whatever that is. <laughs> Mom made it up, just so you guys know. I always want to stop for hawks or whatever, birds. <laughs> Nobody else cares. So they make fun of it. Dad was like, what kind of hawk is it? And Mom's like, a brown hawk. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and I also saw a black bear. I got it on the dash cam, but it's it was far enough away that it's when you yeah, zoom it in, it's just a dot running across the road. Yeah, it was, like, really far away, too. From the, the best part about the dash cam is you can hear you singing. <laughs> <laughs> You're rocking out. Led Zeppelin. <laughs> so the weather in Glacier is insane. It can, like, change pretty dramatically. And, you know, especially when you're up on Logan Pass, you can get a lot of different extremes coming in. You have the warm, wet Pacific air moving in from the west and the cold, dry Arctic air coming in from the northeast. So when it hits each other and clashes at the top there, um, it can cause some pretty craziness. Last year we had a lot of fog. Yeah, we got stuck in some fog rolling through. So bad we couldn't even see in front Which of was, us. It was cool, but it was like we were on the going to the sun road and there was very minimal pull-offs and it's so narrow, but we had to stop because we couldn't see anything. The first time we went to Glacier, it was in July, mm -hmm. August, July time period, and it was warm. It was cool at night, though. I don't remember it's, it being yeah, it, it was, it was miserable, cool. um, but it was much nicer weather. This time it was cold. I had a hoodie on the whole time. Yeah, I think I wore my hoodie most of the time we were there. 
this time we were there, like we said, in September, and it was colder, a lot colder. Yep. Mm-hmm. I wore a hoodie most days, ex- you know, especially when we went on the, going to the Sun Road. It was freezing up there. And it was getting, it was starting to get a little um, color change. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the aspens were starting to turn yellow. Yeah, it was So there pretty. was a lot of yellow mixed in with the green, and it was pretty, yeah. We did do a couple hikes outside of the park and a little ways away, so I don't know if the elevation was much lower. I'm sure it was. And that was warmer. Like, we did a couple of those hikes I had a tank top on. Yeah. So um, it was much warmer away from the park. I don't know <laughs> if it's a different elevation or a different day. When we're in the area, we always look for Jeep trails. And uh, this time we did a little drive called McGinnis Creek Road. And it was a quick drive. <laughs> yeah, it was It was very short. It was like... Quicker than normal, probably. Because we were trying to <laughs> hit a sunrise or sunset. sunset. Yeah. So Tony was flying up a mountain. But that area is beautiful as well because you you take this road, winds up into the mountains. And I don't remember how high you get. Maybe, I don't know, 3,500 feet or something or 4,000 feet. But you have valleys and everything. But yeah, it's it goes around the, the edges of the mountain and you're skirting valleys. There's another boondocking spot up there. Not necessarily big rig friendly. Like the area. Just because of the, the mountain. The spot itself can accommodate any size rig. And I think I've seen pictures and videos of, you know, bigger rigs up there, but the drive to it is a little rough. Yeah. So if you uh, don't we mind. We wouldn't take our RV up there. I don't know. I might. If we're going to stay there for a while. <laughs> I don't know. I might. You just got to take it slow, but it's right on the edge well, of the mountain. we wouldn't have a problem going slow, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> but we got up, we took it all the way to the end, which we were using our, one of our um, mapping apps, which didn't show the end. It just showed that the trail continued on, but we got to a dead end. Mm-hmm. Looks like the Forest Service blocked it off. But that was McGinnis Creek Road. That was pretty, um, kind of just a slow-paced, rough road. It's nothing crazy or technical. But uh, last time we were there, we actually talked about it on a different podcast on twelve uh, episode 12 mm-hmm. and 10, right? Yeah, so on we 12, ta- we- 12, we talk about the trail and on 10, Ten, we talk about the program. The Jeep Badge and of I Honor. don't know if we had done that already no, on 10. No, that's why. So. Yep. yep. So, yeah, we did the, uh, it was a Jeep Badge of Honor trail called Blacktail Wild Bill. It was gorgeous. Yeah. That was a fun trail. And if you have a more built rig, there's a lot of cool obstacles made by a 4x4 club that you can, you know, you can wheel to your heart desires or Jeep brakes or whatever. So yeah, through the Blacktail Wild Bill, you can once you go up through the mountains, um, there is a, you know, a summit or whatever, and then you come back down on the east side of the mountains, you end up at Flathead Lake, which is a gorgeous lake too. And last year there was a big fire there. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, right in that same area. We also met a really cool guy last year with that thing. What was that thing? It's like a Swedish army vehicles like a tracked vehicle with a tracked trailer yeah that thing was super cool yeah it was total armageddon like if that yeah (laughs) in the winter that thing is probably unstoppable are there any other jeep trails in that area there's a ton of other trails that you can do you know there's miles and miles of like forest roads and that type of driving i don't think there's really much like hardcore jeep trails or anything. not in that that. like exact area yeah we also did a couple short hikes with the dogs outside of Glacier. So inside of Glacier, you can't take your dogs on any trails except for the Apgar bike trail yep. path. But yeah. I think it's called the Apgar bike path. Which I think most of it or all of it's paved, right? Yes, yeah. I think it is. I think it's like three miles or yep. something like that. Out and back type of trail. 
Um, it would be really cool to bike it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, that's the only trail you can take dogs on inside of Glacier. So we did a couple trails outside, just smaller trails. We did one at the dam. Horseshoe? Hung- hungry hungry horse. horse. Hungry Horse Dam. <laughs> Forgot what it was called. So Hungry Horse Reservoir and Dam. Yep. And we walked across it like two times. Yeah. We walked across and then back, right? Mm-hmm. Which, what is that? Is that uh, about a mile round trip? Or what? I think we walked about a mile and a half. Yeah. So all trail says it's like 0.9 miles, but we went all the way past and we went to like a lookout that we were super excited about and it was nothing to be happy about. So (laughs) I think it was a a nice lookout before the trees grew up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Um, But yeah, I think when we actually got back to the car, it was about a mile and a half almost. But that was cool that. The dam itself is amazing. I love dams. Yeah. And we did some drone footage there. Yeah. Do you think you could have it ready for my post? Possibly. No <laughs> promises. Everybody listening to our podcast is like, they always say they're going to have video and they never have video. <laughs> <laughs> we have the video. Someday we'll put it in the post yeah. and be like, it's there. Go look. This area is about 17 minutes from... Um, National Glacier National yeah, Park. Like so it's West very Glacier. close. It's just a really cool little trip. And again, you can take your dogs. And when we went, it wasn't busy at all. We no. only ran into a couple of people. And I think it was on a weekend, right? Yeah. Yep. The dam is huge. Yeah. It's actually, um, well, let's, let's say some facts. Tell me the damn facts. All right. Here we go. Tours, you can, you can call and sign up. Reserve for, I think it's like, the nine o'clock tour. The others are first come first serve. Um, but you, they do have tours. They only have a maximum of 12 people. Mm-hmm. We did not do the tour because we didn't know about it at the time. Um, but you can call ahead of time and, and do that or find out when those tours are. It is very scenic because it's surrounded by 25 mountain peaks. Yeah. It's it, that whole area is amazing. It was gorgeous. And by the way, it was very smoky when we were there, and we still could see a lot of yeah. the mountains. So it is a really cool area. Yeah, it wasn't super heavy smoke that day because it, you could still see off into the distance, which kind of, you know, it adds a little bit of, like, depth to it and, mm-hmm. you know, it actually adds to the beauty of it because you can see the different layers of the mountains. But This was kind of cool because there was a good sunset happening. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, there was a fire on the other side of the mountain, and the sun was super orange behind yeah. the mountain. And I was like, is that the fire coming over <laughs> the, the mountain? It was bright. Yeah, it was like a perfect time of day to be there. But the reservoir is actually 34 miles long. That's huge. Yeah, I think it's like um, tw- like almost 24,000 acres, which is crazy. And I think there's like a ton of camping around there. Yeah, I don't know, the is way, there a free camping? If you go all the way around, I think there's a ton of like national forest, or not national forest, yeah, national, national forest, forest. Yep. campgrounds. And um, I, I imagine some of them, they're all primitive, obviously, but I think... Do you know if there's any like free? I don't know if they're free or if there's like a small fee. Yeah. Because most of those national forest campgrounds, it's like, you know, eight well, or I, ten what bucks. Well, I'm, what I'm getting at is there is there any like dispersed? I'm not sure. I think I looked into it last year before we actually found our other boon- the main boondocking spot. But driving the RV all the way back there, it's kind of a hike. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, without scouting ahead, I don't know 
how big the um, campgrounds are and how big the sites are, what what they would accommodate. So we should drive. We should have drove through there with the Jeep. Yeah. The dam took five years to build because they shut it down every winter. Yeah. And you know, um, that big ball that we saw. Yeah. Did you did you read about that? Yeah, it was like a huge steel ball that they used to knock down trees. Yeah, it's a four and a half ton steel ball that they chained to tractors mm-hmm. and like dragged it through, like cleaned out the area. It's yeah, insane. When we, when we got home, we looked up. There's a, all kinds of YouTube videos on the um, construction of that dam, and some of them are really neat to watch. It's oh, all is like, there? Yeah. We'll have to put one in. We'll put a couple in the yeah in the show notes because. I'd like to see that, too. I didn't know what that ball was. I was like, what is that? We drove by it, and then I realized what it was. Yep. That's crazy. They also made some kind of, um, I don't know, thing that it looked like an umbrella, kind of, that, like, scooped out stuff, Mm -hmm. which was kind of interesting as well. Yeah, like some sort of drag. Yeah. To drag out all of, like, the stumps and stuff left behind by the, the loggers. Yeah, that dam is huge, though. It's like, how tall is it? 564 feet high. It's one of the largest concrete arch dams in the U.S. Oh, yeah. And did you know that this reservoir was actually created for holding the water for dams downstream? No. Yeah, I didn't know that either. So they control the water at this dam. I mean, it does also provide power the same yeah, time yeah, yeah. um but it controls um the water for the bonneville dam and, and the grand coulee yeah yeah those are in Wa- that grand coulee's in washington that's part of the columbia river yeah where a lot of the dams created in that western area those are made for irrigation this one's not yep it's kind of cool though yeah i didn't know it was used for holding the water for the others but it's huge there's but a lot also, of water there yeah it also provides Energy for, like, the towns right there, like yeah. Whitefish and Kalispell. And, is that how you say that? Kalispell? Yeah. <laughs> and Columbia Falls, which is where we stayed. But, yeah, there's the the lake is huge. If you think about it, like, that's all dug out. Well, it's not dug out. It's just flooded. You know, it's... Well, no, I know. It's originally, though, I didn't mean dug out. I meant, like, that's all the way down to the valley. Yeah. Like... <laughs> 500 a, feet. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. If you're willing to drive a little farther, we went to another smaller hike. It was around a little less than two miles at the state park. Wayfarer State Park. It's right. It's on Flathead Lake. Yes. So you can actually like go there for the day. It's eight bucks, I yep. think, is what we paid. Yep. And, and we, that eight dollars covers any of the state parks on the same day. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, any remember she? Yeah. Because remember there was a... Um, yeah, I know she said that there was another one at a different park, but I thought it was just those two parks. I didn't know it was oh, any of them. Yeah, any of the state parks there. Once you pay your day day pa- day use pass, um, you can go to any of them on the same date. That's cool. This park is really cool because the Flathead Lake is gorgeous. Yeah. We could have swam there for all day. So you could go there early, do the hike, and then there's like a little day use area. There's picnic tables. You can put out your blanket, have lunch, dinner, Mm -hmm. whatever, and swim. (laughs) We didn't swim because it was colder that day. There was people swimming there. But there were. No way. It was windy and it wasn't cold, but it was chilly. Yeah, I had a tank top on there hiking, but I wouldn't have got in the water. It was cold. But because in the the water was cold. Yeah, in the shade it was cold, but in the sun it was hot. Yep. Uh, 
But that trail is nice. It was it's like two loops. And it's on all trails. I'll link it in the show notes. Um, but it's two different loops and it says there's not much elevation, but you do go up. How far? I I want to say my my watch or my um phone app, it was like 150 feet of elevation. Yeah, change. it wasn't. I mean, it's not too bad, but the all trail says like 30 feet. Yeah, but <laughs> keep in mind, it's not gradual either. It's like quick elevation, like you're almost scrambling yeah. at some of them. Yeah, at one spot, there the rock is like super loose, mm-hmm. and it was kind of um, slippery rock. It was like round stones. Yeah. yeah, so I was a little nervous that I was going to trip and fall, because I was also carrying a dog that was being insane. Yeah. Not carrying, but... Being dragged by yeah. a dog that was being insane. Normally she's pretty good, but she wa- she just wanted to run that day. Yep. Well, this was pretty. It was like a walk through the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a playground. On, so if you have kids, it's kind of the perfect spot to do like a smaller hike. Because on the one loop, you walk around and what is it, like a half mile in? Yeah, I think so. About a half mile in, you there's a playground um, with some picnic tables. So you can have some snacks. Uh, there's a nice playground the kids played for a little bit, and there's flushable toilets yeah, it was there. Yeah, like nice bathrooms right there. Yeah, very clean, very nice, and flushable. And so then you just get back on the hike and continue around the loop, um, and then you do another little loop, which is by the water. Yeah. And uh, you can keep going. Like, we, when we got down to the water area, we could have kept going around to, like, extend it. Yeah. But instead we went, we kind of backtracked for... A hundred and something yards to go back to the Jeep. Yeah. So that is about everything <laughs> with Glacier. Again, it was a quick trip, so it's a quick podcast. <laughs> yeah. We did get to um, go into the park, what, two or three times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did the two, like, little hikes outside yep. of the park. Again, it was super smoky. We do have some pictures to share. We'll we'll try to pull those up. I also have a Glacier post that I'm going to be putting up, um, and I'll link it in the show notes of this episode. But it's going to be more of a detailed post that you can do, like different hikes you can do with um, pets because, mm-hmm. you know, we run into that problem all the time. And then also smaller hikes you can do with your dogs or kids. <laughs> so really quick on that. A lot of times we pick the shorter hikes inside the park, um, and mostly because when we're doing those hikes, we have to leave our dogs at home. So we don't want to be leaving them here too long. Um, so we'll do like a shorter, like less than three mile hike. Yeah, inside we can't be the gone parks. for six to eight hours. Yeah. So and we take a long time on hikes. We take a lot of stops and view in stuff. A lot of stopping and gawking. And gawking. <laughs> I don't know how people do hikes fast. It's so funny. They're like, this should take you 20 minutes. I'm like, I literally stared at that mountain for 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What are you talking about? 20 minutes. Um, But yeah, so we um, normally spend a lot longer doing the hike, so we don't want to leave our dogs at home. So that post is good if you have smaller kids, because normally the hikes that I share are less than three miles. And we'll have some hikes in there for outside the park as well. That'll be coming up probably next week. But this was a cool stop uh, on our way through. You know, it was a it's a perfect place to to camp because the it's free. The, it's free. It's easy to and get it's, to. Yeah, exactly. The access is super easy. Paved all the way there. Yeah, <laughs> you pull in, it's dirt, but paved there. Yep. The only bad thing is we had to. You know, we had a couple long drive days. We had one to get there, 
or a couple to get there, and then a couple afterwards. So, but it wasn't. I mean, we were driving through, so we would have had those long days yeah, anyways. True. It wasn't like we went out of our way. Nope. To go there, I mean, maybe a little bit out of our way, but it was worth it. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, today let's do a gear review. Who doesn't love new gear or fun gadgets? Let us share with you what's new to us. And loved. In the RV, our Jeep, and our new tech. So today we're going to talk about a couple new apps. We're late to the game on, but we're glad we joined because they're amazing. (laughs) It makes you wonder, like, why did we not jump on this sooner? Yes. The first one is Gaia. All of you are laughing at me right now. I know. Gaia uh, GPS. Yes, Gaia GPS. I don't know why we... I've heard about this for years, but like... I've had the app for over a year. I just never used it because we're actually... We have other off-road apps that we've talked about. Yeah. And hiking apps. Yep. So we have everything we thought we had everything. Yep. <laughs> Until, I don't know what triggered me to actually check it out, but I checked it out on the desktop. And I opened it up, and I started playing with it, and I became obsessed. Upgraded it instantly. Yeah. (laughs) The map layers. Okay, so the thing I like the most about it is all the different map layers. And to be honest, this is something that I think we'll end up using a lot and Mm -hmm. shutting off some of the apps that we used before. So we'll do an update on this later once we decide what apps this takes the place of. Yeah. But the app is only like 30 something dollars. I know I just paid for it, but I don't remember. I think it was around 30 per yeah, year. Yeah, 30 something like per year. Totally worth it. Even if you never actually use it and you just use it to play. Because <laughs> I literally spent probably three hours playing with it the yeah. first day. They have turning so many, on and off layers. Yeah, so many different <laughs> layers yeah. and features. They, They have a fire layer that you can, like, turn on, like, the current fires and see where they're at. And it's, like, updated to the moment. They have smoke layers, air quality, um, the national park maps that you get at the national park places. Like, when you go in, you pay your fee, they give you a map. (laughs) That exact map is in Gaia. So, you can see, like, the legend and everything. I mean, all the things on the map is in there. And what's so cool about it is it overlays onto other maps that you have. Mm-hmm. So you can have, you know, your your normal topo map, and then, is it topo? Topo? Yeah. yeah. Topo. You can have your normal topo map and then have the national park map overlaid on top of it, and it's just wild. And yep. it, like, matches up perfectly. So, like, you can be driving on a normal road and then drive into the national park, and you can see the road, like, complete i know Mm. these are really dorky things but i love a good map yeah same here i i can obsess over maps for hours and hours and this is cool if i would have had this i remember my trips with my dad reading the map Mm -hmm. in the front seat of the car and if i would have had this then it would have been bad (laughs) we would never get anywhere because and that's maybe the downfall of gaia is it's so there's so much to it you could have so much fun with it and maybe never get to the actual point of the the app um but like i said we've already used it probably a few times um two or three times at least i've used it a ton but i've we've actually used it yeah (laughs) like two or three times to get somewhere um 
and and it worked fine. Perfectly. It has like route planning and yep. has all kinds of like waypoint settings. And you can record once you're out on a trail. You can yep. record. It works for hiking because there's some layers that you can get that are just for hiking, which is nice. There's yep. motor use vehicle layers, so you can see um, where you can drive and all of that. There's a forest, U.S. Forest Service roadmap and logging roads and all kinds of stuff. Like, if, if you go through and you can play with the different layers and you can adjust the opacity and everything. Mm-hmm. The cool thing about it, I think, is a lot of our apps will tell you trails. So, for example, Onyx. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Onyx says, here's a trail. Go do it, you know? And you use your, your maps to get there, and you do the trail. The thing about Gaia is it actually shows you, like, all of the trails, and you can make your own routes. Mm-hmm. Can you do that with Onyx? I don't know if you can. I don't think so. Okay. I'm, I've never used that feature, if you can. Yeah, if you can, it probably is on the desktop version, I'm assuming, yeah. if it's available. Um, but what you can do is you can make all the di- make your own route using all the different layers that you care about. So if you care about, like, the national park, you can have, you know, the national park map on there, and you know where all your rest areas are, you know where your gas stations are, um, different campsites. Mm-hmm. And so you can connect all these different routes and make, um, or all these different trails, make your own route that goes over all the trails and then make that a layer in your Gaia, um, which is really cool. So I'm excited to use this over the next year. And I have a feeling we'll be keeping this app and getting rid of a lot of them. Yeah, I agree. And as a partner app to this, (laughs) we found another app that we kind of like as well. Um, But either way, I was kind of looking at a way that we can export some trails. So number one, you can import anything you want into Gaia. So if you are following somebody and they share GPX, you know, their GPX file, Mm -hmm. um, the coordinates file, then you can just import that right in as a layer. And then you would just follow that trail. Then you can delete the layer, save it or whatever you want to do. So I was looking for some other options and I ended up finding. Trails off road. Yes. And it's super cool because it actually has inside of trails off road it has a section to like a button that you can just hit it and it goes right into Gaia yep which is really cool um which is different than onyx i don't think you can export anything from onyx but if you can it's not easy because i messed around with it for a little bit and wasn't able to figure it out uh so that is already cool about trails yeah. off road which we like onyx we've used it a lot yep i'm excited to use the trails off road more mm-hmm. um just because it's something new to us. And it connects um, better. We like Gaia. the format. Yeah, I like to be able to export everything. Um, and another cool thing about it is we're actually going to be contributors to that. Yeah, we're going to be writing posts for them, which I'm super excited. We're going to be starting that once we get to Arizona probably. ASAP. We, uh, the, yeah. we're, where we are now. There's there are not, no trails. There's I no looked. Jeep trails. <laughs> so, there's not a hill in sight. Yeah. <laughs> So we're really excited to um, start sharing some information and some trails from them. We'll share that in our posts. And, yeah, Gaia will share that. I don't know if there's a referral link, but if there is, I'll refer you because it's amazing. (laughs) And I highly recommend it. Um, Both of those apps are really cool. So Trails Off-Road is $25 a year, and Gaia is $32. But I did have a coupon code that I used. Mm. So... If I can find a coupon code, I'll share it in the show notes. 
And I do think that I have an affiliate link or something for Trails Off Road. Okay. So I will share that. I don't know if I have an affiliate link or a referral. Either way, I will share a link for both of them. Highly recommend them. They're both cool apps. Yeah, definitely. And they may be replacing a lot of our stuff. I don't know what stuff that is. <laughs> we'll see. It's def- I definitely think it will replace Onyx. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and then I think there's a couple others that we may be able to get rid of as well. So we'll give you an update on that later on after we know more about it. Yep, especially after we get to use the trails off-road more for actual trails like this winter. So all in all, this trip to Glacier, although it was short, we still had a lot of fun. We still got to get some good pictures in the park. I mean, you can't have a bad day in Glacier yeah, National Park. pretty much impossible. Yeah, even on the really smoky days, it was still gorgeous Yep. Um, in the park. And well, actually, the gloomiest gloominess kind of makes it almost prettier yeah can be yeah. i like seeing my one of my favorite parts is the valley mm-hmm. and that's kind of hard to see with the smoke but what i like is i like seeing like the sun raising on the mountains <laughs> <laughs> yes that is a good thing too it is pretty i mean every time we go back there there's some special spots that i like to go to see but Every time we go back there, we always find, like, a new spot that I'm like, wow, yeah. how pretty that is. Look new at that angle. view. Look yeah. at that angle. Yeah. I highly recommend adding Glacier to your bucket list if you've not been there. It is worth the drive. It's worth going out of your way. Yeah. <laughs> go to the park and check it out. Absolutely. And I think that's a wrap for our podcast. Check out the show notes at thefellows.com slash 45. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram at The Fiolas, and that'll do it. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Before we end it, we need to just read off some amazing one-star reviews. People who were completely unsatisfied with Glacier National Park. (laughs) One of the most beautiful national parks in the world. (laughs) Here we go. Jeff B., one star. Great place. Three days of backpacking by Kinta Lakes that didn't see any bears. Sad face. (laughs) Maybe that's a good thing while you're backpacking. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Norm B. from Colorado. One star. We've been trying to get timed entry tickets to Glacier Park. We've been totally unsuccessful in two different years. Their system is totally a government site and exceedingly cumbersome. We were waiting with finger poised at 0800 and still were too late to get the tickets. Things like this are why the revolutionary patriots kicked the British out in 1776. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, how, how, how is this like that? (laughs) Exactly. Because you have to wait until 5 o'clock or maybe get up before 6. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for a revolutionary war. Yeah, that's why, <laughs> that's why old George Washington raised his musket. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't get into the park. Michael, one star, paying to be allowed into nature. What's next, an air tax? <laughs> for you, <laughs> Michael, yes. Cindy Z, one star very disappointed. I have a lifetime pass and could not gain access to the park because I did not have a reservation. 
The site stated a reservation was recommended, not required. I waited five years to make this trip so I could see the colored stones in the lake. That was my only reason for wanting to stop here. Well, in those five years, you should have researched the pass. (laughs) (laughs) Also, they don't deny access all the time. Just between six and five. (laughs) So you can go in after. (laughs) Betty O. from Ocala, Florida. One star. Their new ticket system of the $2 fee to get into the park is for the birds. They insist you purchase online for the extra ticket and will not allow you to be able to get in. I already have a National Parks Pass, but I've tried almost every day for the past two months to purchase one to no avail. Yeah, it's not hard to get, though, first of all. No. You, I mean, maybe during the busy time, but then you just go before six. Yep. Or after five. It's very simple. Uh, however, it does end... Um. Like September 11th this year. So plan your five-year trip for September 11th or September 12th, and you're good to go. Yeah. You can find that at thefeolas.com slash 12. No, I already said that. Cool. (laughs) Don't say it again. Oh, cool. Yeah, the Morning Glory spillway is 490 feet dropping. Is it Morning Glory or Glory Hole? (laughs) Did you just now want to put Glory Hole on there? I don't know what it's called. (laughs) They call it the glory hole. (laughs) Let's just leave that part out. Because I don't know what it's called. (laughs) It's not called the morning glory. What's that? A flower? flower. (laughs) (laughs) By myself. I'm going to tell you it all by myself. (laughs) Okay. Go. (laughs) Go ahead. We're going to wait a minute for that. <laughs> Get away from my car. Okay, so take out my part where I was an idiot. So you want to say that part again? Yeah. Because you're going to take my part out. Listen, Glacier National Park <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> Do you think we're in there? I don't know. I think I didn't get sucked into the glory hole. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Wait, guys. <laughs>